This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck to Daycheck podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about kind of a hot issue right now. And that is, should you still thrift at Goodwill as a place to source for items to resell? A lot of people are talking about this right now in the reselling community. And I know that there are conflicting opinions, but Liz and I just wanted to touch on some points that we have discussed over the last couple of days and maybe share some insights and uh, calm people down just a little bit. Well, and, and to get people to think of it from different avenues, because a lot of times people get caught up in seeing posts on social media that are negative and then that gets them to think negatively instead of really taking a step back and kind of thinking of it from different points of view. So the first thing with Goodwill, I looked it up. Goodwill is everywhere. So as of 2021, there were 4,245 thrift stores in the country. Goodwill is not going anywhere. Goodwill is here to stay, whether you like them or not. Depending on where you live, maybe you do have only one, maybe you have three, maybe you live where I live, where I literally think it would take me a week to go to every single Goodware store in the Phoenix area. They are everywhere. Every time I open up my email with my 20% off coupon, they're mentioning a new location that has a grand opening. So I feel like they're definitely growing as a business. Yes, they're technically a nonprofit business, but they are making a profit and it just is evident with all the stores that they've been opening lately. Yeah. So we also wanted to talk about, you know, resellers were worried about the newly launched reclaimed fashion online store and they're feeling like that is going to decrease the store inventory that's available to them. I don't know if you guys have gotten on to this specific store site yet or not, but it's kind of like a joke right now in the reselling community, posting different things that are listed. Like Liz sent me this Lululemon top the other day that they had listed for like two over $200. And it wasn't anything special. It wasn't like a limited edition unicorn print or anything like that. It was just like a solid, I think it was like black or something. Just It was tank. a tank top. Yeah, it was just a normal, regular tank top. No reason for it to be priced that high. I've seen uh, LuLaRoe priced into the hundreds. It doesn't really seem like they have um, all their, like, shit together, I guess. <laughs> uh, like, they're whoever's pricing the items doesn't really seem to know, like, what's going on. So I don't really think we have a lot to be worried about. And are they going to pull items for the store? Yeah. Or the online store? Probably from like the physical stores. Yeah, they probably will do that. Resellers are really savvy. And guys, there are thousands and thousands of clothing brands specifically that are valuable and worth picking up to flip. They cannot possibly know everything. And this gets into a whole nother thing about 
you know, there are a segment of people out there that believe that, you know, YouTubers um, ruin, you know, the sourcing at thrift stores because Goodwill watches that and then they know the brands. Well, Goodwill isn't like one person. I'm not sure if you knew, but there's like thousands of people that run these Goodwill stores and not all of them are going to take the time to sit there and watch every single YouTube video that a reseller has made. So, I mean, really, there's so many items out there to flip. And if you are like, let's say, clothing specific or hard goods specific, and you're worried about, you know, like your source drying up, we just touched on this in a recent episode, learn to source in other ways or branch out and source something a little bit different. Maybe the clothing at your Goodwill store is a little bit dried up right now. So get into, you know hard goods or um, artwork or literally anything else. Learn another niche and wait for, you know, your clothing to be um, plentiful again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm losing my words. But yeah, wait for it to be plentiful again. Um, There's so many different ways to source and things to source. And there's so much inventory out there. I really don't think that them opening up this online store is going to um, do the damage that uh, is being put out there right now that resellers are talking about right now. Yeah. And going back to in the Phoenix area, if they didn't have a lot of inventory, they wouldn't be opening up these new stores. So that tells me that, yes, they probably do pick items from the back. I mean, obviously that's what they do, but there's just so much inventory that gets donated where I feel like it would be impossible for them to take all of those items and put them online. So I, I don't think of it as an issue. I have been on there and I've looked at, they have the reseller bundles and you might get a bundle of five shirts for $35. But those shirts, first off, they don't take good enough photos. So you really don't know the detail of the shirt. And the shirts to me just seem like bread and butter shirts, not ones that you're going to have a high profit with. So that's not even a place that we're sourcing clothing because I just don't think it's worth it. Even though people say they're picking the best items, putting them online. I'd love to see where those items go because I am not seeing it. I asked Casey this because I asked his opinion. I'm like, what do you think about we're going to do this episode on is Goodwill still a good place to source? And he feels like it still is. We're still finding items We might not be able to find a lot of clothing at one Goodwill, but that's why we look at different categories. We don't just stick to clothing. We like the sporting goods. We really like looking at some of the kitchenware. Sometimes you can find profitable items there, but I think it goes back to what you mentioned. The people at Goodwill looking at these items, they're pretty close to minimum wage workers. They can't possibly know everything about everything, every single brand and every single category, unless they're being paid like, you know, 200 grand a year. Like why they're not going to be, they can't be bothered to learn all, like that's a ton of information, years of information to learn, to be able to know what to price things at. Yeah. And look at how many years we've been reselling. I still have to look up brands. I see stuff that I have no idea what it is. And a lot of those workers there around us are older adults or college students or people right out of high school. So I feel like they're entry level positions, not to downgrade that, but I feel like they're just in entry into the workforce. 
in order to get that knowledge to know every single brand that's coming through, it's going to take years, in my opinion. Yeah. I know that we've been seeing a lot of the pricing getting better at our Goodwill. They used to price Tommy Bahama at like $20 for a shirt, and now it's back down to like $6.99. So I feel like they're starting to kind of shift with their pricing, possibly have it lower because I feel like they're, they just have too much stuff. They need to get through it because anything that doesn't get sold, we know goes to the Goodwill bins and maybe we haven't been to the Goodwill bins in a while, but maybe the inventory there is just, there's so much that they're like, look stores, you need to start lowering prices. So I don't think you should ever be afraid to source at Goodwill because you're going to find something to resell. All right. So another thing that I was thinking about the other day is pretty much all retail stores out there have an online presence. So honestly, it's kind of weird that Goodwill hasn't really until now, um, like collectively for all their stores. I think it's probably something that we should have seen coming. But, you know, everywhere else that we source, like those of us that sell on Amazon or eBay and do retailer arbitrage, uh, we can buy those same items pretty much online, you know, doing online arbitrage. It's not weird. It's not crazy. I mean, I, I think we should have expected it and seen it. It's honestly odd to me that they haven't done it before now. So I don't think it's going to be like the end of thrifting at Goodwill or, you know, finding items to resell at Goodwill because all like all these other locations have it as well little thrift shops have it, you know, these boutiques and a lot of resellers that resell online, they also have brick and mortar stores. So we're essentially doing the same exact thing. You know, like we, you can't let, at the end of the day, you cannot let this one thing about this one place to source be a roadblock for you. Like that, you just have to be more resilient than that if you're going to be successful at reselling. Um, It's just, it's a silly reason to feel like, reselling is over as we know it. Honestly, that's my personal opinion. Yeah. And to mention how you said little boutiques. So we actually found a very small thrift store in Apache Junction. And the prices were definitely a little on the high side. We found one item, a pair of uh, like 90s iridescent shorts that were $3, but that was a good price. So it would Mm -hmm. be worth it. It's right next to the post office. But we noticed in the back room, all the shipping supplies. So he also sells on eBay. Even though it's a brick and mortar, he also has an online presence. So that's just something, I mean, if you own something like that, why would you not go online? A lot of people shop online. One nice thing that Goodwill is trying to do at least is have bundles for resellers. I mentioned they're not the best, but at least they're trying to cater also to resellers because a lot of the retail stores do not like resellers. A good example would be Target. If you're doing online arbitrage, I know many resellers who have been banned from Target because they buy high quantities online and Target flags them as being a reseller. So then they have to open up with a different computer, different account, different credit card, and try to bypass that. So it's not something that is new, but at least Goodwill's trying to accommodate resellers where a lot of the online retailers don't like us. Right. And that kind of goes into another point that we had. Goodwill did not start out as being this entity that was formed for resellers specifically. We're not like their, you know, mission statement. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. We're not part of their mission statement. However, they've kind of adopted us, you know, and they realize that we are like a good chunk of the reason why things are purchased as quickly as they are and as frequently as they are and in so much quantity as they are. They realize that we are part of their customer base now, um, but they didn't start out like, huh, we should put this company together just for this one specific niche of people that exists in the world that resell items. You are right. They just, they were created to have items that people could buy that were cheaper than actual retail stores. So their mission is to serve like the lower income and it wasn't to serve resellers. We should be thankful that Goodwill is there and that they do allow resellers to come in and buy cartloads of items. I'm very grateful for them. As much as do I agree with everything that they do? No. Do I like that they price things really high that kind of prices us out? I don't like that, but it's in the end, it's their store, it's their policies. They can do whatever they want. Right. And us complaining about it on social media and tagging them and making reels about them, that's it's not going to change anything. They're going to keep doing what is best for goodwill. And it's up to us to change and adapt to what their changes are. Absolutely. And this episode, we just wanted to discuss because that is such a big topic in the reseller world, but really with anything and any changes, whether it's goodwill, Amazon, how Poshmark did the algorithm change, you really have to be flexible as a reseller there are going to be a lot of changes. It's not a business that is going to stay the same. Things will change and it's how you react to it that's going to attribute to your success as a reseller. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Paycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.